the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on the road again. Featuring actor, author, playwright, and political commentator Jordan Rhodes on Talk 94.5. On the road again. Just can't wait to get on the road again. That's right. It's eight, uh, 9 39 on the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers on this Wednesday morning, January 24th. And joining us is Jordan Rhodes. Good morning. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Nick. Morning. How are you guys? Morning, morning. What are you, what are you doing in Wilmington? Well, I'm, uh, well, I've been meeting with the theaters here. I've been meeting with uh, the colleges. I've been putting my name in to direct some of the shows and uh, just basically. Uh, we were looking after a lady's, uh, Lynn had the tough job. She was looking after this lady that asked us to come and stay with her, which we normally do for two or three days. But for two weeks, Lynn has been looking after one dog and six cats. Oh. So, <laughs> so anyway, that, that, that's that. I just want, I want you guys to know, at least the, the listeners to know that I agree with you about the political situation and, and there's these people coming in with no money, going out completely rich. And Nick, you may or may not remember, years ago, Harry Truman made this statement. He said, you show me one politician that gets rich in politics, and I will show you one crook. Ah, ding, and, ding, and, ding. Mm-hmm. Right. That's that, that, that. Harry Truman said that. He said a lot of good things, like the buck stops here and he meant it and that kind of stuff. Anyway, just quickly, I will be winging back to the Northeast crime section uh, tomorrow morning. <laughs> and, of course, uh, crime is so completely out of control. And I don't really want to alarm people, but I would like certainly to make them aware. I have two firsthand reports that I'm going to talk about here. All right. Um, Liz, as you know, and, and Nick, my daughter lives in Connecticut. She's lucky because she does live in one of the few red states, uh, red cities, rather, in Connecticut, it's Burlington. But they have to go through Bristol, Connecticut, all the time. Mm -hmm. And her partner, Jay, uh, just uh, not too long ago, last week, stopped in Bristol to go into a convenience store to get some milk and some soda for them and everything. And their brand-new rogue vehicle was stolen. What? Right out in in front of the... While he was in the convenience store? Did he leave it running? While he... With the keys in it? Uh, nope. Nope. He had the keys. He had wow. it locked. He was in the store. They had the, they, these guys had the mechanism to jump out of the car that other people had stolen that they were with. Uh, they got in, jimmied the car, drove it off. Now, here's where it really gets funny. Uh, and when I say funny, not funny, haha, funny, strange. They have the two African Americans, to be politically correct, there were two black scumbags. But the two that stole the car, they have them on video. And then not more than three blocks away, they have them on video pulling into a McDonald's to get some food. Hmm. Well, the, the car was recovered. Now, the Bristol police, you guys may know, they were on the national news about two years ago when two of the Bristol police officers were responding to a domestic violence deal. And it was a setup. And they were ambushed and murdered. Wow. So the Bristol police are not, they're still doing their job, but they don't really go by this protect and serve anymore. They're almost on this thing of, you know, watch yourself and survive. Mm -hmm. So here's where it really gets weird. Uh, They, of course, reported the car stolen and they found the car. 
they found the new rogue. And the reason they found it is that they were driving so erratically at one time, they hit some sharp object or something and blew out a right rear tire. And so they just left the vehicle parked. Now they go and they get the vehicle. The vehicle has one of these machines. And maybe, I don't know, Liz, you and Nick, I've never heard of this. But there was a machine, a handheld machine in the vehicle, and they found eight credit cards. And this little machine they have, they can put the credit cards in and then learn how they can use the credit cards and get the passcodes off the credit cards. Mm-hmm. Those and skimmer then, machines and then, or something. Right, yeah. Anyway, one of those was in the car. A big bag of red and blue pills was in the car. Uh, Cheyenne, they just went over and she told me yesterday, they just went over and looked at the car and the car inside, she said, is a wreck. And the insurance is insisting that they have to test it for fentanyl and Mm. any other drug paraphernalia, because if any of that is in the car, then they're going to call the car a loss and get them a new car. And if not, then they're going to have to stick with this thing. Okay. So that's what's going on in Connecticut, uh, which, and the, the police, by the way, are really even with all of the video, Liz. All mm-hmm. of the video, yeah. the police told you know the police told my daughter Cheyenne that look, this is a very low entry crime that we have here, so we're not going to make a whole lot of effort on getting these guys. And they have more cars stolen in Bristol, Connecticut, than they do almost in the entire state of Connecticut. Hmm. I mean, it's yeah, it's just just unreal. Well, okay, that's why because so they never cracked down on the people stealing them. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't, they, they don't, they don't catch them. And I don't know what the deal is up there, but I know in New York what the deal is with the no bail and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Now let's jump to New York for a minute. Uh, New York City, my place, and uh, well, 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 let me let me retract that. Where, where I'm currently held captive <laughs> because I'm I'm trying I'm trying to get out of there. Uh, this just came in, and and this to me is disgusting. A very good friend of Lynn's, uh, her brother had a heart attack last Thursday or Friday, I'm not sure, he had a heart attack, and they had to get the paramedics to him and zip him over to the hospital, and it was in my neighborhood where the uh, Mount Sinai is there. And get a load of this now. They could not get him into a room because the illegal asylum seekers had discovered that if they went to the hospital and said something was wrong with them and claimed their their asylum seeker status, they could get rooms. They could be put in rooms. There was no room to treat this heart attack victim in the hospital. They had to treat him in the corridor because they could not get him in a room because the rooms are all being occupied by the illegal alien. And I, I refuse to call them immigrants. Because that, to me, is an insult to all of the immigrants that come yeah. to this country, you know, legally. So, so that's that's what's going on there. Uh, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm being down here in the Carolinas, and you guys can correct me, but I'm sure I have been amazed at the police presence here in Wilmington, and I'm sure you guys have the same thing there in Myrtle Beach. Uh, I, I'm, you, you do have a good police presence yeah. there, do you not? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just it's we need been amazing. more police I mean, officers. We have a shortage, but they're doing the best they can. Well, I'm I, I would tell you that they're probably going to get more because they are they're leaving New York in droves. Uh, Two thousand uh, last year, the twenty twenty three, 
5,400 left the police force. Mm -hmm. And there are so few applying to be police officers now because Lynn works for, as you know, she does as an actress, she, you know, she helps train these new officers and these new things. And they have, they've now already cut out two additional classes or training sessions they're going to have this year because they just don't have the applicants. Mm -hmm. Uh, So they're leaving, but the police present here, it's been incredible. I mean, in the two weeks that I've been here, I've not been out a single day that I haven't come in contact and passed or seen, you know, quite a few police. Uh, a lot of them very young, uh, strapping, good-looking guys. If I were a girl, I could mm-hmm. say that with a little lit in my voice. But you know, I mean, they're 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 real nice. I mean, they really look like they could chase somebody down. And I'm not dogging the police force, but you have to admit, in New York City. We do have a few police officers there that I, I don't believe could catch me, and I have bad knees. So, uh, you know, because of the size of them, they're a little overweight. But down here, the police <laughs> presence has been has been really great. Okay, let me see if you guys can help me with some rumors. All right. Uh, what 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 is going on? Do you guys hear any of this? I, as you know, I have people. Fortunately, I have I have a really good. Uh, these are all conservative friends. I have one in Michigan. I have a couple in California in, in Southern California. I have one in Florida. Uh, and I've been getting this news. We're trying to really track it down. Mm-hmm. They say there's an awful lot of George Soros and liberal funds behind Nikki, yeah. behind Nikki Haley, yeah. buying, you know, buying all of her time and everything, because contrary to the advertisements they're using, which says Nikki Haley, the only candidate that can beat Joe Biden. They're saying the true statement there is the only candidate that Biden can beat. <laughs> uh, it, it, you know, yeah, that, that sounds that, accurate. That, that, yeah, and 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 have, have so you guys have heard that too, right? That, that these these funds are going because I know earlier Nick, you said something about both sides of the aisle. Uh, we're, we're doing something with her. Uh, and it just, uh, well, I had I, I this mean, conversation, that... um, with the Breitbart editor, um, earlier this week. And I said, do you have any inkling? Do are all, are all these Democrat donors and billionaires supporting Nikki Haley because they believe that she will, um, you know, they're trying to get Trump out of the way and they know that she's going to lose to Biden and they will have mm-hmm. Biden or, is it that they want her to win so they can control her because they know they uh-huh. can control her and, you know, Biden is, you know, so he said he didn't know the answer. He didn't know uh, the, answer. Didn't know the so answer. It's, you know, it's one or the other, you know, we have to see how it plays out. Hopefully it won't play out. Yeah. And it's, it's really frightening. And I don't know if you guys uh, read this or saw this, but the Western journal, uh, Floyd Brown, I believe he's the, I, I think he's the head honcho there. I'm not sure. But he had a huge interview with Lieutenant General uh, Michael Flynn. And Michael Flynn, and this wasn't like a guess or anything, Michael Flynn said that he doesn't believe there's going to be an election in 2024. Mm, yeah. Uh, which is which is frightening. I don't know if, uh, if, if you guys read we, or heard anything about yeah, that. We have heard that, and we've heard that. You know, well, Michael Flynn is in that realm of, like, MAGA world, where they always seem to 
say that they have this inside track and this is going to happen. That's going to happen. Trump's going to, he's really, other. you know what I'm saying? So I don't know if yeah. I believe any of that stuff. Uh, there's another yeah, guy too. I, I, Colonel McGregor has been saying that, that he doesn't yeah, feel that there'll right. actually be an election this year mm-hmm. because something catastrophic is going to prevent that from happening. Disease X. Disease perhaps. or martial law or something. Uh-huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's all frightening information. I mean, even, uh, yeah. and, and hopefully it's, it's not true, mm-hmm. but it's with everything that's going on. When, when you look at, as, as you guys said earlier, why, why the Bidens are not in jail is completely, my mind can't even access it. I mean, I, I can't even, I can't even deal with it because I, you guys, I don't think you would disagree with this. I don't think there's another living citizen in this country that could do 25% of what the Bidens have done mm. and not be in jail. Right, right. I, I mean, it, it's insane. Are they ever going to, is Hunter ever actually going to have to come and testify? I mean, he's, I, I know he's, they keep saying that they're going to hold him in contempt. But have 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 they done it? Has has Merlin or is is Garland going to actually do it? <laughs> We've been asking our <laughs> congressman that exact question. Nick, what do you think? And no, and, <laughs> no. Okay, okay. Well, Congressman uh, Nick, I have to agree with you. I uh, think it's going to be one you. of those situations. And don't forget to vote just... for me. <laughs> <laughs> because because you want to come out and be a wealthy guy. I'll tell you, I think one thing we probably solved with all of these young liberal students coming out of these these colleges that are just all, uh, you know, also left wing. uh, You know, they all say they don't want to start any job that doesn't pay them at least one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. I have a solution for them. Let them all like AOC go into politics. (laughs) Then they start at one hundred and sixty five thousand dollars. You know, that's their starting fee. And free health care for life. Oh, yeah. And plus all the perks that nobody ever talks about. Your little apartment in Washington when you go down there to to do your little business, which takes all of, uh, I think, 167 days out of the year. Uh, So it's uh, I'm telling you, that's exactly what they should all do, because then we'll have the same thing that we have now. Nobody getting anything done and everybody making a whole lot of money while it's happening. It's just, it, it, it's unreal. And the thing that scares me with all of these money people, Soros and all those people, I just got this yesterday. Uh, the stock exchange is at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. And that means, you know, then there's so many people with this Biden administration, which, by the way, probably won't have time. But when I get back to New York, when, I, when I'm on the show next week, I'm sure you guys know this, I accumulated and, and compiled a complete list. Are we all aware, is, is the country aware that every person in the Biden administration is from the Obama administration? <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Nick, did you, did you really, you know, that every, I mean, I did the research on this. I looked them up and I, I don't want to, I don't have it in front of me right now. I wouldn't want to read off all the names. But I mean, in all of these things, some of them were in lesser positions in the Obama and mm-hmm. then promoted but they all came from the Obama administration. Did you hear this whole battle that was for the vice president for Joe Biden, that um, Jill Biden wanted Susan Rice, Joe Biden wanted Gretchen um, from Michigan, the governor, and um, Clyburn made them pick Kamala? 
Did you hear that? Oh, my Lord. Because, no, I didn't. I mean, I, I know Clyburn, uh, Clyburn from here, South Carolina, uh, the congressman here. I know he made them pick Kamala because he said, you promised if I helped you in South Carolina, you would pick a woman of color, you know. Um, and so that's oh, why Lord. they picked Kamala. But I didn't know there was a battle going on. So very interesting. That's, that 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 doesn't surprise me at all. I mean, it's it, politics today are it's it's just unbelievable. Because you guys were talking on it before when all of these people that go into the White House and, and nobody yeah. ever talks about this stuff or even go into politics. Not I mean, I was doing well. Yeah, I was doing a film down in Fayetteville, Arkansas, and I met a lot of people down there. This is this is you know right when Clinton was headed toward to be president. Mm-hmm. And and I met a lot of people down there. And in Arkansas, Fettville, Arkansas, the people that I met down there, they did not think very highly of him. Mm-hmm. And, of course, when the Clintons went into the White House, they were not mega rich people when they went into the White House. Right. But but today, they are mega rich today. Mm-hmm. They are unbelievably yeah. rich today. And Lynn always likes to point out that she thinks it's really great that they made they made Hillary return all the silverware. <laughs> Because when they left the White House, she uh-huh. took all the silverware, which which seems exactly like something that Hillary Clinton would do. And and then you have the Obamas go into the White House, who they really didn't have money. And good Lord, look at what they have now. Uh, that's I, I don't know about I, that's you. That's the one thing I think the reason why Michelle won't run. She has it too good right now. But you never know. She might run. They might put her in. Boy, I'm telling you, that, that would... Uh, All I can think of is the people that the Democrats have other than Biden. And I think last week we spoke about this. You know, there was that analyst from uh, I forget where he was from right now. But the analyst said uh, after Super Tuesday or something, which happens in March, Mm -hmm. uh, he said between that time and the next thing that Biden was going to pull out of the race due to health problems. He was he was not going to he was not going to run. And Michelle will slide in. We'll Um, see. Jordan Rhodes, The Life of a Blue-Collar Actor is the name of the book. Go to bookbaby.com and see uh, all the history on Jordan throughout the years. Okay. Accomplishments. Thank you. I'll try not to get my arms tired flying back to New York tomorrow. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next week. Thank you. Talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to The Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers.